G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The reality of God's abundant provision for us in Christ is illustrated in the Old Testament. The children of Israel were slaves in Egypt. God sent Moses to them so that he might deliver them from their bondage. Now Israel's deliverance from Egypt through the miraculous parting of the Red Sea illustrates the truth of our deliverance from the kingdom of darkness. But God's intention was never just to bring His people out of Egypt, but also to take them into the promised land. As Moses said, He brought us out from there that He might take us in to give us the land of which He swore to our fathers. In a similar way, when God saved us, He had far more in mind than our forgiveness and the promise of everlasting life. He wants for us to enter into all the riches of His grace and provision for our lives while we are here on earth. This is Set Free with Ken Legg. And this week we're asking the question, are you deficient or sufficient? Will God ever allow you to be in a situation in which you don't have the resources to handle it? Now with us, of course, is Pastor Ken Legg. And Ken, the picture you've used from the Old Testament just there, concerning the fact that God didn't want to bring Israel out of Egypt, his ultimate plan was to bring them into the promised land. Why did he do that, do you think? Uh, well, look I, at all the things that they did. Yeah, that's right. Just going back a little bit, first of all, and just comment on what you said there about, you know, um, every New Testament doctrine is illustrated in the Old Testament. Mm. Uh, sometimes people ask me, you know, why is it that the Old Testament is longer than the New Testament? I think the Old Testament is about 80% of the Bible. You know, the New Testament is really the New Covenant. So why is it there's so much of the Old Covenant that we, we've still got in our Bible? Well, the Old Covenant's full of rules and regulations. You know, they're always <laughs> thick books. <laughs> but no, more than that, it's, it's full of pictures. Every New Testament doctrine is illustrated. You'll find a picture, uh, you know, through an event in the Old Testament or something that's, um, you know, some some kind of narrative in the Old Testament that illustrates these wonderful New Testament truths. So that's why the Old Testament is much bigger than the New Testament. It's a picture book, if you like. So the promised land is a picture of the promised life, the life that God has promised to us in Jesus Christ. The land of Canaan, uh, of course, was described as a land of bountiful provision, a land of plenty, a land flowing with milk and honey. And uh, one of the features that characterized the promised land is that everything was provided for the Israelites. They, When they entered into it, they, they wouldn't need to build cities or houses. They wouldn't need to dig wells or plant orchards or sow fields or even stock their food cupboards. Everything would be laid on for them. Uh, unlike, you know, pi- pioneer settlers today that uh, have to start from scratch, if you like, all they had to do was walk in and enjoy everything that had been done for them. Mm. Let me just read to you one of the promises that God gave them out of the book of Deuteronomy. He said, It shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build, houses full of good things which you did not fill, hewn out wells which you did not dig, 
vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant, and so on and so on. I mean, that's a picture of grace, a picture of God's provision for us in Christ. Canaan was a a land flowing with milk and honey, as I said, and, and God lavishly provided for his people all that they would ever need. Mm. And he's promised that they would never know lack. Um, let me read you another promise out of Leviticus. He said, Your threshing shall last till the time of vintage, and the vintage shall last till the time of sowing. You shall eat bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. That's a picture of grace, Phil. So you're saying that's a picture of God's provision that makes us sufficient in everything? Is, is that Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, when when we come over into the New Testament, we see that stated, if you like, doctrinally. Uh, For example, Paul says, in him, that's in Christ, Mm. dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him. Wow, I mean, if we are complete in him, that means that we lack nothing. Uh, The promised land, if you like, represents the promised life of God's abundant provision. For us in Christ, you know. So when God saved us, he, he baptized us into Christ and that's where we are now. That's where we reside. It's, a, it's our true position. And that's why it's important to always think position when we think of the Christian life. You know, we often look at our condition, yes. the stuff that's going on circumstantially around us, you know, what's happening. And, and we interpret our lives through um, what's happening on a day-to-day basis. But God wants us always to think position. Uh, because it's in him, in, in our position in Christ, that we have everything we need. Interesting story. A picture comes to mind yeah. uh, for me. You might have seen the movie The King's Speech. Yeah. Uh, and he well, obviously was the king. That was his position. Yeah. But he had an affliction yeah. that he had to overcome, yeah. but it didn't change his position at Absolutely all. People no. still looked to him as the king. He still had the yeah. authority as the king. He had to act as the king, knowing that's who he was and the authority that he had. Yeah, doesn't matter what his, his uh, you know, uh, stuttering was. I've got the yeah. problem myself. Um, that's the same in the Christian life. Yeah. I believe, I believe that's a good illustration because uh, it was the dignity of his position that caused him to ultimately change his condition, Mm. the condition of that speech impediment. Mm. And and so we always need to work from position. And that's how, you know, the Apostle Paul uh, writes his letters. First of all, he gives us position. And then he says, now, this is how it impacts your condition or your walk. So so what is our position? Well, in him, we are righteous. You know, we're not working towards righteousness. We are righteous in him. In him, we are strong. Uh, In him, we are holy. In him we are kings and priests. We reign. We have access to God and we have the privilege of bringing others to God. We, we are these things. You know, we are victorious. We have been given the victory. We, we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. Uh, in him we have the mind of Christ. We can never be separated from the love of God. Mm. Uh, we are branches in the vine. We have permanent access to the life of Christ. And in fact, we are complete in him, as we said earlier on. You know, we are complete in him. Now, either that's true or it's not. If it isn't true, then it means that we'll always need more. And, and many will tell you that. This is the, what we're, we've been sharing this week, uh, Phil, is that uh, many kind of give the impression that we need another experience, we need another blessing, uh, we need another, quote, touch from God. Yeah. And then when you've received this, you'll hear that you still need more. So that kind of teaching implies that you are, in fact, incomplete, that you lack in some sense, that you are deficient. But the Bible says that we actually have all things. Now, we don't have to receive more, but what we need to do is to discover what we actually do have in him. And and Peter puts it this way. He says, his divine power 
has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through, this is the key, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. So we don't need another experience, but we do need to be in the right environment to experience what God has given to us. Mm. So, you know, Paul, uh, sorry, Peter says later on, uh, grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you think about a plant. Um, a plant will grow under the right conditions. Everything it needs, it, it already has. But, you know, if it's planted in um, good soil, if it's exposed to sunlight, warmth, you know, light, uh, if it gets moisture, uh, air, all these things, it will grow, you know, because the life is within it. Now, we have yeah. the life of Christ, but we do need to be in, in the right environment. And Peter says that right environment is growing in, in the knowledge and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I would say this, um, and I've seen this in my own experience and in my own ministry. If somebody is in a, an environment of legalism, where it's all up to them, they've got to perform, they've got to accomplish, they've got to produce, they've got to manufacture stuff, uh, they'll, they'll die slowly, you know, but they will die. Yeah. Um, if they're in a position where they'll, they're taught about all that they have in Christ, which is what we call the grace of God, and where Jesus is lifted up there, you know, an, an environment of the knowledge of the Son of God, where he's constantly being unveiled to them and, and uh, ministered to them, wow, you watch them grow. It's like being plant, planted in a good place, and they'll just grow and be very... And it's a, it's a real demonstration of that scripture we closed with yesterday, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It, my strength yeah. comes from not from me, yeah. it comes from Him. And it's the outworking of Him yeah. that does those things. Amen. And that's where we must leave it for today. But more tomorrow on the theme, Deficient or Sufficient. And until then, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage because God wants you to be set free. For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Legg, including the book This Is The Life, which features topics from today's message, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.